everyone, to another episode of the Adeptus Ridiculous Podcast. My name is DK Diamantes, his name is Ricky, and Warhammer 40k. But before we get into that, if you enjoyed today's episode of the podcast, head over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous, where you can get access to our uh, bloopers, Discord, uh, $15 tier gets you all of the posters, uh, $20,000 on the Patreon, and I will do a fantasy episode on the Skaven for Bricky. Uh, Patreon.com slash Adeptus Ridiculous. Speaking of Bricky. Hi, it's me. I'm Bricky. I'm not going to shill too much today because we have a sponsor. Goodbye. And we're back. Damn, that was a good sponsor. Damn, that mm. guy who did that ad, he's really cool and everything is awesome. I certainly stand behind insert product here. It's Raycon. I certainly stand behind Raycon. I actually have a pair of Raycons. I, they, they, are, they are quite nice. They are actually pretty good. The um, all memes, all memes aside, since obviously as we're recording this, we can't see what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I actually have a pair. I didn't. I, that's, it's not one that was given to me. It's just I've had him for like three years. Let's go. He's a customer. Yeah. But um, yeah. Uh, we're we're back. Hello. Good day. Um, Howdy. We've uh we kept our heads. Oh yes, we <laughs> yeah. kept our heads about ourselves. Yep. You know, it, quite a drastic difference in in overall quality. The Ferris Manus and Iron Hands episodes yeah. are, aren't they? Well, I mean, they're both pretty good quality. You know. But the Iron Hands are way more interesting. It is just very true. Uh, I guess I meant quality of lore. I mean, I, I, you know. Oh, yeah. Naturally, we have a very low bar of quality. A <laughs> little bit. A little bit. So I was thinking, uh, why, why does Ferris Manus not like driving? Why? He's afraid of getting cut off. <laughs> I can't do it. That's, not again that's actually pretty good and that's that's i haven't heard that one before <laughs> not again not, not again. again i'm what's that what's the mr incredible meme was like i'm not strong enough <laughs> and he's just like fully depressed in the corner yeah why is uh ferris manis have a fear of barbers uh because he's already had enough of a close shave because they take a little off the top too much off the top off the top right yeah they both they both work out boy that reddit slash discord server is going to hate us hey you know i'm i you know what i will file that away into the uh into the large canister of fan groups that don't like us for x or y reason for not oh, covering yeah, you- for not covering their model soldier lore uh good enough or well the cartoon, enough the cartoon file cabinet that just opens and it never stops i like the bruce almighty Yes. Filing cabinet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Now, I'm Boy. not one for blasphemy, but that well, that's what made me laugh. Mm-hmm. Boy, we we are just stacking them up. We are speaking them all. Speaking of blasphemy. Uh-oh. Today now. Do you know what the words I'm gonna say are? Um something heretical, I'm sure. Uh I was gonna say this is gonna be a short episode, but this time oh. it actually might. Mm, uh, I'm aiming for 45 minutes. X. X. <laughs> X to X. doubt. Yeah, <laughs> I am X. X. All right. We'll see about that. We will see about that. Here's your quote. Are you ready? Oh, no. Nope, I'm not, because I we're, we're already past the realm of stuff that I knew was coming, so. <sighs> oh, That's Ferris, Man- Ferris Mass didn't know what was coming. Well, he saw it coming. It's just he couldn't stop it. That's true. He he did see it coming. All right. There is no place for the weak-willed or hesitant. Only by firm action and resolute faith will mankind survive. No sacrifice is too great. No treachery too small. Liber Doctrina Ordo Hereticus. Oh wow! So so this isn't actually heretical. This is this is like a group that is very loyalist and very not chaos some may question your right to destroy 10 billion people those who understand know that you have no right to let them live (laughs) oh i'm gonna like this episode whatever they are uh well i mean you said it was it was said by an ordo hereticus so is it just like is it just some like xenos killing ordos that we're talking about 
How? What? Why would know. the why would the Ordo Hereticus be killing Xenos? Oh no, no, no. I mean just like 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 heretical chaos infected traitors, gene stealer cults, you know, shit like that. No. Oh. Well, then it's 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 some faction that I I got no guess on. Tell me cry, what it is, why don't you? Cry about it, lizard gif. Um oh. it's nothing like that. It's it's a nice simple episode on one of 40K's most commonly uh utilized things, uh, exterminatus. Oh, oh it's just an episode on on popular uses of the exterminatus? I, I, like I said it's going to be a shorter one. It's uh exterminatus is I feel I like exterminatus <laughs> is one of those things that like like Jedi in Star Wars where post order 66 stuff like they're actually really rare and it's like kind of a crazy thing to see one but in media it's used all the time because they're cool oh yeah like i think one of the first things i one of the first things i think i heard about in 40k was like exterminatus or like oh there's heresy there exterminatus and everybody's screaming exterminatus so i kind of figured throughout 40k there it's it's happened a bunch um Here's looking at you, Dark Angels fans, right? Because the lion wanted to uh, do a little bit of the old exterminatus on Gilliman's mother. I don't think he... No, he wasn't trying to exterminate the planet. He was just trying to, like, detonate the city. Oh, okay. Also, I, I, I realized I that, was, that was kind of a decent your mom joke. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to exterminate exterminatus your mother. Oh, yeah, you know? If, eh, inadvertently mom if it's said if it's said, no no i i disagree cry about it you're gonna, you're gonna murder my mom like it's not even that <laughs> i'm gonna murder that i mean this is pre-waking up lion this is captain genocide we're talking yeah about. like super captain genocide so i mean he no he might Nah, cry about it. Um, but no, today is, is a simple one. Was talking about exterminatus, a uh, a relatively rare occurrence in 40k. But when it comes to any sci-fi anything, blowing up a planet is always just kind of the cool thing. It's just kind of cool. It's a commonly used thing. It's neat in whatever reason. Um, like the Death Star. Like the Death Star. <laughs> God, yeah, exactly. I don't know why I even think about that. I even made or a Star the, Wars reference earlier. Or for all of you youngsters, it's the planet killer ray gun that's on those star destroyers in the last uh, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, you got it. I <laughs> I audibly laughed in the theater when I saw that, and people looked at me. Overcompensating much there, Emperor mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but. So, Exterminatus is, of course, a action, is the name of it in High Gothic, is an action ordered by the highest authorities to destroy an entire planetary you know, body, I suppose, and mm-hmm. all life upon its world. Uh, it is only, of course, taken in extremely specific and extreme circumstances where there is a genuine event for the entire planet to be no longer worth the strategic value of it, and the issue of whatever is going on on the planet might end up spreading to other worlds. Ah, uh, yep. It like is NIDS. Uh, like NIDS. It is only ever used as a last resort, unless you're a certain Crippman guy. Um, and. <laughs> That's true. He was doing it. Just whatever. You're not going to give me a celebration. Exterminatus. I am. He is the monument to all your sins. <laughs> you, ever, you ever think about that in the terms of Nids, like the flood and halo, the grave mind spoken like poems and riddles, kind of a cool, like contradiction where you have the giant, disgusting worm, biological creature talking like a, like a philosopher thing. It's kind of, kind of neat. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah. I dig it. Uh, but, Yes, the exterminatus is a last resort, and it is a very rarely used thing. Now, you could probably count tens to hundreds of exterminatus, but in a thing worth a million planets, it doesn't really end up being much. Um, And over the span of, like, when was the first exterminatus, and there have been, like, you know, what, 10 over the course of 10,000 years or something, so... Probably during like Great Crusade ish era, maybe a little bit before that is when it was definitely uh, more often. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Shy has a great point here, which is uh, examples the wider public might know. In the Space Marine game, they refuse to exterminate the planet because they produce titans on it, despite being almost entirely overtaken by orcs. Um, yeah, because that's yeah. the that's a Forge world, and Forge worlds are stupid important. You can't just it things have to go really, really wrong for them to exterminate us. A Forge world that's making titans. I, I must admit, the Forge world they were on too is Gria, and that's like a really important one. Ooh, even more huh. so. Gotta yeah, that, that's like a main Forge world, so there's no way they were going to do that. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, as well, uh, Dark Tide also, same deal, uh, but of course they don't want to do that because they need the tanks that yep. Atoma Prime produces, but also I don't think the the Nurgle infection on Dark Tide is, is really spread enough, even, even so. Like, it may be on the major hive city, but I don't know if it's really worth like destroying the planet yeah. it's bad but it's not like exterminatus level bad even if they even if it didn't produce tanks yeah it's almost like you could you could almost quarantine the area that's been infected by nurgle and save the rest of the planet like i'm a <laughs> quarantine nurgle yeah well yeah, yeah but they could as, try as best you can you can try yeah you could definitely you might try. not succeed but you know it's definitely not at exterminatus levels yet it's in reality a good portion of this might just be discussing the difference between when exterminatus is usable and when it is not. Like mm. as much as the Imperium is a backwards, ridiculous, illogical regime, they if if you know money and resources talk. Oh yeah, and if a, if a a planet is important to produce really anything. Or steel, weapons, tanks, even just bodies, guardsmen for the tithe. It is a strategic asset. Not to mention, you know, in, in the overarching idea of the galaxy, while there are an un, unreasonably large amount of planets, there are a very, very minute amount of them that are actually habitable without massive terraforming. And even then. And so... Arguably, there's a good chance that completely rendering an entire planet uninhabitable is just not only terrible from a strategic location, but just not great from an expansion location uh, like idea. Yeah. Humans breed like rats, like flies in, in 40K. <laughs> They're a horde army, for God's sake. I thought you were just going to go with rabbits, but sure. The creepy crawly insects, you know, the, the larva to maggot to fly. Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, I mean they humanity spreads like a fire they go everywhere it does once once we are capable of like reliable space travel we are going to colonize the universe yeah. we're going to be moving <laughs> quick oh yeah and it's and it's going to be like you we're like oh yeah it's going to be explorers no it's going to be big corporations right it's going to be like microsoft is going to send a rocket to saturn just so they can you know, colonize the hell out of it and make the biggest dollary dues out of anybody. Wayland Utani Corporation. Mm-hmm. Exactamundo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bring yep. that alien back alive. Try Tachyon Incorporated. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Um humans but are expendable. The crew is expendable. Those that can order an exterminatus uh generally do so when it is a couple specific reasons. Uh one the heretical cult is spreading down there at such an insane speed. Uh, it is literally can't stop it. You just got it. You got to cut it out quick because it's growing at a rate that is ungodly fast. Yeah. Um, you the, cut the tumor. It is f- just like infested with orcs. Like, like the entire planet is orcs. There are no humans remaining. Uh, I, I mean, even if there were some humans remaining, they would still kill them. Um, but <laughs> even so. Presence. Yeah. What, what, what was that old 4chan thing? I think it was. It was um uh yeah. <laughs> like four four quint or forty quintillion humans, orc presence low. There are still orcs. <laughs> there are still orcs. There are more guardsmen or there are more soldiers than the weight of the planet, and yet the orcs remain. There are nice. there are also things like nids, where the tier nids have eaten all biomatter on the entire planet. To the point where it has become a barren wasteland anyway, so you might as well get rid of it. Yep, you might as well get rid of the nids on there so they don't just, like, uh, 
like a fire, they don't just like hop the road and get to another uh, resource and you're screwed out of two planets. And then, of course, there was also uh, the situation of warp rifts. A warp rift, oh. a tear is opening up on the planet and the demons are getting through and the tear is opening larger and larger. And it's like, nope, got to get rid of it. Yeah, got to got to blow it. There's a a good quote here that actually it's on. A, it was in Luton's video on Exterminatus many years ago as well. But oh. it's uh, it was interesting. It says, <clears throat> call them what you will, sirens or enslavers. Just one witch, unsanctioned caused the destruction of Hive Scorpius when one of those things used her brain as a gateway to this world. Within three days, the entire Hive's population was reduced to drooling mind slaves. Within three weeks, an entire continent was at war. And all because the governor thought his family should be exempt from the Psyker Cull and refused to give his daughter to the black ships. Oh, Wow. Those are the uh, enslavers. We've we chatted <laughs> oh, about wow. them a little bit. They're like uh, a non chaos warp creature mm-hmm. um, that just kind of exists in the warp and takes over people's minds. Oh boy, that's uh, that's some mind flayer stuff right there. I think it actually is a little bit based on the mind flayer. I mean, mind flayer is a very very popular um, character idea, Jesus. I guess. This is GW we're talking about, too, so... True, but I mean, like, ev- I feel like every fantasy game has had some variation of the Mind Flayer. Like, literally every Final Fantasy game has had a Mind Flayer, and they all suck because they cause mass confusion. That That is very true. Yeah. But the, um, yeah, the Enslavers are... Because, you know, the Warp has a realm of chaos, but it is not all chaos, and there are creatures that exist in the Warp, yeah, and that would be one of them. in the night. Ooh. That's a Sinatra song? Is it? Oh, sounds nah, like it. Whatever. <laughs> but, it could be. <laughs> but um, whatever the reason being, the planet has been deemed unfit to live. Mm-hmm. And Exterminatus is to be carried out by many means. And the people who can issue an Exterminatus order are very high-ranking Imperial admirals. I originally thought it was only the Inquisition, but I'm actually wrong. There's a few uh, things you can. Um, very, very high-ranking Imperial Admirals. Think like a Lord Admiral. Um, of the uh, the Adeptus, like high-ranking members of the Adeptus Astartes, particularly certain Death Watch kill teams are uh, one of the ones that can offer this kind of solution. Uh, Primarchs, of course, but those are a rarity nowadays. <laughs> well, they're they're coming back into style. They, that's true. Left and right. On both sides. On, yeah, unfortunately, on both sides. Yep. And lastly, of course, we have the fully fledged member of the Imperial Inquisition. Uh, those are, I believe, the only, besides the highest ranking member of the uh, Astra Militarum or uh, in, uh, Navis Imperialis, a.k.a. the Imperial Navy, mm-hmm. um, I don't think any other regular humans can do this outside of a fully-fledged Inquisitor. And even them, it is looked under with heavy scrutiny because there's even an order specifically dedicated on the use of Exterminatus to make sure it's not overly (laughs) used and, like, you're judged if you use it too much. Mm -hmm. And there is a problem. Like, like there are Inquisitors and there are High Inquisitors and there are Lord Inquisitors, and they will look at you and be like, hey, knock it off. Stop that. You're using it too much. We don't need all that genocide. Also, so like when these when when one of these high ranking humans decides, okay, it's it's six terminatus time. Um, they don't have to have like a council with the other exterminatusable the other people that can execute exterminatus. It's just what do they send in like a doom scroll to Terra and be like exterminatus this one or like how exactly does the process go? So often when you a person or exterminatus, they obviously don't have the resources to do so alone because an inquisitor might have their own ship. They fly around and stuff, but they do not have like the weapons to do an exterminatus. It's not like they have an unmaker cannon on every ship just in case they need to exterminatus a planet. 
So naturally, they will need to grab either maybe Astartes or most likely often just a large fleet of the Imperial Navy mm-hmm. in order to do so. Um, though I don't much know if there is any kind of council for it. Like I'm pretty sure once an Inquisitor says, I am exterminizing this planet, like the deed is done. But oh. obviously, despite, oh, I mean, then, you know, they might have issues with the people they're telling to do it. Maybe mm-hmm. the, the high admiral says no, which is normally not a good idea to do to an inquisitor. Yeah. Um, I mean, who, say, who says no to an inquisitor? Well, there's, there's a certain. To tell the tale. There is a certain <laughs> point when, like, you are the high, like, admiral and you are on your flagship and you're sitting there as the captain and you tell the inquisitor no. And the inquisitor is standing there, but they're not dumb. They're not going to, like, put a bolt pistol to you. You're, they're surrounded by, like, the captain's crew on the bridge. They're going, to, they're going to, like, beat you to death. Yeah, I, that's true. I just, man, I, I, I still have it in my head that Inquisitors are mostly evil, even though we did the episode, and it's like, no, they're not. There are some, but they're not all evil. They're not all out there chaos heretical fools that have been tainted by the, the, the touch of chaos. Yeah. And Inquisitors are most definitely one of the rather uh, misunderstood factions where it's mm-hmm. the Imperium is a pretty awful evil entity, but Inquisitors themselves being the, the FBI KGB of that evil entity makes you assume that they are all like total frothing maniacs. But in reality, <laughs> they're pretty intelligent. Yeah. They're still yeah. Not necessarily what I would call good people, but they are still very intelligent and they tend to least kind of give a shit about the uh, about yeah. humanity. They're, they're not ones to just willy nilly pull the trigger on exterminatus for no reason. No, they'll they'll execute a random citizen like like candy. But oh uh, yeah, but it's the Imperium who wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, that's true. Um, but for the most part, yeah, there are certain times where exterminatus is just overused shy mentioned that there are certain ch- space marine chapters that were marked as traitors because they used it way too often and inappropriately oh no kidding what chapter oh it's the crimson sabers yeah I'm, i doubt it's a chapter you know about uh, right I'm positive That's it's fair. not i mean it's a cool name it, it's it's they sound the crimson sabers does sound a little on the heretical side anyway so yeah. well what what about the blood angels flesh terrors who are very loyal Oh yeah, I forgot all about the flesh. T- yeah, okay. Well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It's a whole thing. Yeah, blood angels are a little kooky, crazy with that black rage stuff, anyway. So it doesn't count. <laughs> Fair enough. Um. Anyway, the more interesting thing that many people like to discuss when it comes to exterminatus is the methods. Hmm. How okay. does one doom an entire world? <laughs> well, giant f off cannon. There is a couple of that. Hell the, yeah, brother. The first one and the uh, arguably the simplest, maybe not the most common, but definitely the simplest one is orbital bombardment. Mm, mm, mm. Was that uh, Infinite and the Divine was an orbital bombardment, right? Oh, maybe. I think you maybe. might be right because yeah. it wasn't. I don't think it was a cyclonic torpedo. I think they, they raised the surface. Cyclonic Torpedo, that's the one they used in which book? Uh, third book, up. Night's Lord. Yeah, they yeah. blew up a chunk of a moon or something to hit the ship or something, right? Yes. So uh, Cyclonic Torpedoes is our third um, this idea. But Orbital Bombardment is the the simplest and bluntest. It is take a fleet, put your point your guns <laughs> at the planet, and fire until you are out of ammo. Fire everything! Fire everything. Everything. It's like you, 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 Battle Barge, are assigned this continent. Go to town. Yeah, and I got to imagine orbital bombardment takes a little while, because, like, that's still an entire damn planet. Uh, So you really, you really got to lay down just consistent fire on that planet to just reduce it to rubble. This was the method that actually got um, the Nostromo destroyed. Oh, Speaking of Night Lords, Conrad right. Kurz rolled up, fired upon the planet with all with his entire fleet, 
And eventually, um, the under the crust of the planet heaved and gave way from the molten the molten core, and the planet shattered and cracked. Yep. And yep. Uh, and that was that. And lots of lots of pieces are still floating around to be uh, mined, apparently. Yes, because the ore of Nostromo was very very nice. That was a, a that was an excellent use of exterminatus that was not warranted in the slightest. <laughs> oh no 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 no! Nostromo, such a peaceful, happy place. Mm. Well, it was a it was certainly a compliant place. <laughs> it was just ran by horrible gangs, and Conrad yeah. Courage wanted to make a point. Yeah, and boy did he! Boy did he! Boy he did he he dotted that exclamation point. He, I, I remember the part from the book when Talos describes, he said it took hours as they just to constantly fire upon the planets and, and, and they never answered a single distress beacon. Well, yeah, their, their intent was to destroy the planet. Of course, they're not, gonna, <laughs> of course, they're not going to answer the distress beacons. Like, you know, what, what, what are they going to say? The answer would be like, yeah, get fucked. There were actually, there was actually a nice little part, uh, in the, um, what is it? Uh, the Conrad Kerr's book of just him, his Primark book, uh, where Sevatar teleported onto another ship that wasn't firing and was like, start firing. And then they, were, and they said, no, they kind of refused. And then they died, of course. Oh, of um, course. But the Night Lords refused because they were probably, you know, gangers who lived there on Nostromo and were like, I don't want to kill my home. Yeah. I'm sure it didn't take Sevatar long to kill the people on that ship either because it's Sevatar. No, he's first captain, Mr. Leader of the Atramentar, Sevatar. Yeah, I was going to say, like a hot knife through butter. Yeah. The, um, it's actually a nice, a nice video that Shy posted on the, uh, the Exterminata Cinematic from Armada. That'll be probably the third, oh. maybe the third, the third method that happens. Um, okay. but, uh, Next up, after just the classic orb of bombardment, we have virus bombs. Oh, the the good old the classic forty k virus bomb. Let's go. It is a a also known as the life eater virus. Uh, oh, it is a a just it is just such a crude and and like it's it's like you're watching someone invent new means of torture. It's like wow. Yeah. Look at that ingenuity. I, That's awful. Mm-hmm. I was about to say, I, I remember that one picture that Shai showed me. It was a long time ago when I was asking what the life-eating virus was, and Shai posted that picture. I'm like, oh, God, it's horrible. It's Jesus. And yeah, it is all bad. Terrible. Yes, so the, vi- the life-eater virus uh, is quickly spread to destroy all organic cellular structures it infects. Reducing all planetary life of any kind of biological matter, that is plants, people, etc., into this organic sludge that is completely indistinct from anything else. Uh, A a person, uh, a tree, a fly will all turn into the exact same sludge that produces an organic gas as a byproduct that is highly flammable. Oh, wow. All right. So you basically fire your virus bomb onto the planet, reduce everything there to sludge, and then you you light it on fire. Oh, man, that is. Although, once you do that, couldn't you? Well, because it's 40K. They've got to have some technology that could, like, re-terraform the planet once you've literally killed off everything on the surface with this life eater virus. Couldn't you? theoretically terraform it and get the planet back at least and resettle someone on it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, though, I mean, at the same, it's actually kind of an interesting thing. This was used in the heresy on Isvan three. Remember when they oh. sent all the loyal uh, people from the traitor legions down to the oh, surface? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. This life eater virus killed 16 billion people in a few minutes. Wow, that is in, in one minutes. hell of a kill streak. Oof. Uh, Kilimanjaro. Wow. Kilimanjaro. <laughs> kill tacular. Kill tacular. Kill you there. Yeah, what what does the announcer say when you hit the billion? 
right? <laughs> Billion Ajaro. Billion Ajaro. Billionaire. <laughs> Well, um, well done, well done. Social credit deducted. Deducted. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the in that one they killed 16 billion people in minutes, but it left the planet completely barren of life, but habitable, because oh. it doesn't really change. Uh, I mean, despite the fact that you basically set the atmosphere on fire, it will <laughs> like go its course, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the problem is that some space marines on the ground, especially, were able to survive by like creating these little airproof shelters yeah, or like being right or being very deep underground. Okay. So it's a great way to annihilate the entire surface, but but not as good if you're very far underground or you have some means. Right. Um, this would be probably pretty great. Well. I would say it'd be pretty great against Tyranids, but um, the Nids are so hyper ad- adaptable that it, this might not even work on them. Um, True, but yeah. like if orcs, seen it before, yeah, yeah, but like orcs, for example, like this orcs wouldn't probably have a whole lot of underground bunkers; they would just be all on the surface. So you could kind of just wipe clean most of the the planet's surface. Yeah. Also, well, unless they you know, dug in and planted their orky fungus in the ground. True, but orky fungus is biological, so perhaps it would just That's true. Yeah. burn up. It's a very it's a very quick method and probably not a common one because it's so I actually don't know why it's not that common. Maybe because it's not as effective against like underground or people who are huddled and, and you need to root out every yeah. single last heretic. Yeah. You need to get those bunkers and especially with like um Oh, why can't I remember the names of the books we've read? Like the the Gene Stealer one, they were like, weren't they dug in pretty deep into the ground? Oh, Day of Ascension. Yeah. So it's like if you're de- if you know you're dealing with like Nids or like Gene Stealers have taken over, there's a fair chance that they've really bunkered in and they've got some like underground tunnels that maybe you don't know about or the gas can't get to, and then it's like, well, great, we wasted a virus bomb and we didn't even get them all. That 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 could be true. Yeah. yeah. I think it just really depends on what is the thing you want to kill. Definitely. Depends on why you're exterminating the planet. The next one is the Cyclonic Torpedo. Hell this yeah. is the one done in the Void Stalker book. Yeah, this is the one where I was like, how are you going to fire a torpedo and break off a chunk of a planet? And you were like, dude, it's a Cyclonic Torpedo. And I'm like, dude, you're speaking Greek to me. Yeah. Uh, um tatsiki sauce <laughs> yeah it's really ricky it's, it's really it's, tasty I mean, tatsiki sauce is great Mwah, chef's kiss but mm-hmm. it would suck that it would go away during a virus bomb oh yeah um, that would be awful but uh a cyclonic torpedo is just a really big bomb um <laughs> there is a wide variety you've got okay. the atmospheric incinerator torpedo uh, is one of the fun ones. There are okay. th- that one it destroys the entire like Atmosphere, biosphere. Yeah. Oh. yeah, it is a a uh, thermonuclear reaction that ignites all the oxygen in the atmosphere. Yum! Just 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 tur- sets the air on fire. Wow! Yeah, that'll 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 <laughs> that'll that'll do, pig. That'll do. This uh, the cyclonic torpedo is a this planet needs to die completely. It will never be <laughs> habitable again. Yeah. Okay. Um, often okay. it can be fired and burrowed deep into the planet's uh, crust, in which it'll detonate Ooh. in its molten center and heave the entire planet apart, having continents rep- like ruptured and fly away from the planet with the explosion. Jeez, yeah, that yeah, that'll do it. That'll that'll get rid of your planet problem. Mm-hmm. It's sure. uh, there are like plasma bombardment variations of it. Sometimes, um, oh yeah, Shy makes a good point. It's often used against Necron tomb worlds because a virus bomb and atmosphere incinerator bomb won't do anything because oh no, the oxygen is on fire. Lamau, I don't breathe. Oh wait, didn't they exterminate the planet in one of the Necron books we read too? And they were, and it was like one of those atmosphere destroying bombs. Uh, not quite. I think you're thinking of Twice Dead King, and at the end of the book, they like leave and they do like a turbo fart move, and they just incinerate. Yeah, the that planet. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That, that was a Necron thing, though, and Necrons have like 
40,000 million exterminatus abilities, technically. <laughs> well, they, they have the map that you can just touch and then just... The planet's yes. gone. Where'd the planet the, uh, go? I don't know. I touched the button. The Celestial or- uh, Orrery. Orrery. Yeah. It's a pretty silly one. Yeah. But there's a lot of that kind of a lot of that kind of jazz. Um, cyclonic torpedoes are, are the very simple one. They're just a really big bomb. And once it goes into the planet, it tends to just crack it, heave it apart, reduce it into nothing but roiling earthquakes, looking like that Roland Emmerich 2012 movie. And oh, yeah. Or San Andreas Fault disaster movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Remember when people genuinely thought 2012 was going to be the end of the world? Listen, man, Doomsday is fun to talk about in theory. Uh, it's like the zombie apocalypse where you always want to think of yourself as the badass who survives and not one of the millions. Um, yeah, nice but, <laughs> you know, then Doomsday gets close and then like COVID happens and it becomes a little too real. And then you see what happens to society. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. But I mean, 2012 was like, oh, no, the Mayan calendar ended. It's like, yeah, that's what calendars do. It's the end of the world. Look, bro. Our world doesn't end every December when the calendar ends. It just rolls back. It's not listen, the end of the world. Listen, bro. The Mayans, the Mayans were like removing kidneys and eating them from people. Like I, I'm, we're good. That's true. Also, if they could see the future so well, why didn't they predict Cortez? I, I don't get it. That's okay. Don't worry about it. Just what's the next exterminatus, Bricky? I want to know what it is. Uh, you know the the, the Spanish the. Cortez, you know, killed them. Uh, 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 my history is bad. I'm sorry. That's okay. Mine is too. I probably have the wrong name anyway because I haven't been to high school history, and you know, didn't see that coming. I, I was I was about to be like in this many years, and I was like, oh boy, how badly do I really want to date myself right now? Not enough. So exterminatus, Bricky, huh? Yeah. So yeah. there's a second type of uh, Necron torpedo. Necron torpedo. I was reading the Necron Tomb World <laughs> thing. I'm sorry. There was another type of cyclonic torpedo called the two-stage cyclonic torpedo, which is often used uh, for the Necron Tomb Worlds, as Shai uh, mentioned. The okay. first stage is some kind of like melt-a-charge that is supposed to be able to get through the planet's crust immediately. And the second one is a plasma charge that goes deep in the planet and then destabilizes the core, generally having the planet just kind of explode Okay. Like, like so not it, quite Death Star level with, like, the funny little particles and stuff, but genuinely, yeah. like, putting a little firecracker inside of an egg. Gotcha. So the two stages are, one, it just burrows its way deep into the planet, and then stage two, just, it just crack. cracks it from the center. Yeah. Yeah, because okay. in, in a sense, you know, if the first cyclonic torpedo type, you can just smash it into the surface, and it'll do what it needs to do. This one's like, okay, we got to get under we gotta, we got to burrow to the core. Especially if it's like a Necron tomb world, right? Because you don't know what could be on the surface and just how much you really need to punch through. So I guess you would really need that first stage to have a little bump to it. Have that melt that charges, melts through anything it touches, right? Also, uh, you know, the Necrons are resilient as hell, so. Oh, yeah, that too. you got to be sure. Like, because even if the planet blows up, if... Like, a Necron could still technically survive in space. They don't need to breathe, so they could still be floating around and alive, I guess. That'd be a miserable existence. Oh, yeah, that'd be a terrible existence, just wandering around, floating in space until you hit something. I feel like you could probably, I feel like some of the Necron nobles probably would have the ability to, like, hide in their own mind for an extended period of time until they get uh, notified of, of something going on. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I bet that's a thing, sure. Um, anywho, there is, other than that, various other kinds of exterminatus that are just side things. Okay. Um, for example, uh, way back uh, when Lord Commander Solar Macarius was around, there was the destruction of a world in which he asked the tech priest to change the orbit of the moon. <laughs> no kidding. Really? <laughs> <laughs> they did the uh, they did the um, Mass Effect three uh, Mass Effect two arrival DLC method, where they <laughs> they strapped a bunch of rockets to it and just yeah they had big plasma drives <laughs> to reposition the moon to a different orbital path and then the moon went ear slam oh wow they did do the arrival oh that's great 
I love that. That's that's so goofy, but just still so deviant. I love it. I love it. What do you, uh, you know, what, what do you, what do you do in, what do you do with this situation? I die. Your, your mom. <laughs> your mom. Yeah, I am in. Uh, I, I'm I'm at the top of that picture. In your mom. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, good old, of course, Mr. Kyle, Ezekiel Kyle, Ezekiel. Oh, yeah, Ezekiel Kyle. He threw the, what is it, the Blackstone Fortress? Mm-hmm. He exterminated just, the planet boom. by just yeeting that at it. Yeah, that, that'll that do. That, God, those Blackstone Fortresses are massive. Like, I oftentimes forget just how massive those things are compared to a planet, and it's like, damn. I really damn. like this, this meme I saw. It's like, <laughs> what do you do in this situation? The, oh yeah, and that one. Yeah, the, cool, just yeah. a big skeleton. It's a big spooky, scary skeleton. You know? um, there is other situations in which uh, some, uh, like a navy, have used nuclear weapons to radiation uh, to rad bomb the entire uh, atmosphere to make it completely uninhabitable, and then uh, and then you know the Admech have done that before, and then they take over the world so that they can live on it and do and not be disturbed, as we mentioned before. I'm surprised that's not the most popular one because the Imperium seems to love irradiating their own planets past the brink of oblivion and be like, oh, hooray, now it's a radiated death world. And it's like, what, what you have to do that so often. Well, is I mean, every, is every planet an irradiated death world? I mean, that's actually, I think, a little bit more on the Admech side of things. The Admech love to to <clears throat> legalize nuclear bombs. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, and they would, because like you said, it's like they're once they've become kind of all metal, it's like, oh yeah, who cares if it's irradiated? I am the metal. I am a robot. You know? Ad, uh, Admech and radiation go like mac and cheese. They just love their radiation mm. abilities. Yeah. Um, other than that, there are also other kinds of things. You know, uh, sometimes it depends on the planet. Uh, often, sometimes uh, if the orbital like blockade might be too strong, when the Astartes want to do some kind of exterminatus, they'll actually go to the surface with like with a bomb, like with a, a plasma oh. reactor bomb, and they will go there, overload it, set it up, and then and then leave. I think I think it's actually the main way Astartes do exterminatus is they deploy a strike force onto the planet, get in a key position, place the bomb, and then get out. Huh. You know, for for Astartes, I guess I just figured they had something a little more, I don't want to say complicated, but like I, I would have figured they would have had like, oh, this is the holy weapon of our father only to be used in this specific scenario. And like, it's like this giant gun or something, but it's like, no, it's like Astartes, just go down to the planet, screw this generator and then just go. And it's like, well, that, that seems so, I don't know. I mean, that kind of sounds like Astartes to me. Yeah, a, I guess. A hyper strike force that goes down and – because Astartes are always like small strike force teams. You know, they're very like um, – True. What is it? Uh, specialized. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. I just expected something more special because it's Astartes. They're spicy marines. I just – I don't know. I thought there was something bigger for them to have. Than I just mean – Fa- I don't know. Make, make the generator faulty on the planet and then come on back. And it's like, no, no, no. They, 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 they take a bomb and they go onto the planet and they like, they like plant a bomb basically. Yeah. But like, like I said, it just seems like, I don't know. It seems like they should have like the, you know, the arm of the emperor cannon or something. I don't know. That's more of an Imperial Navy thing. I think you have like a, like a 200,000 person cruise ship with their, with their giant gun named the Bane of Traitors. And it's, it takes just, 100 people to load it. Yeah, and there's there's entire gang wars about the gun loading crews like we've discussed. <laughs> and and then they and then they blow up the entire planet. Or this, or like a, like yeah, it feels like a like um what was the name of that giant ship they raided in uh in um uh the first night lords book? What was it like a uh, hand of the emperor or like um oh, the really yeah. big ship, right? Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. that would be that would be the kind of thing where you have a gigantic gun that would be uh, uh, the emperor's right hand is the right. name of it. <laughs> that's I don't know why that's what I expected for the for the Astartes is something like that. That's just like this larger than life thing because the Astartes are in 40k to the general populace. The Astartes are larger than life. Oh, they're superheroes. I just I don't know. 
They certainly could. I mean, it, I'm sure there is. I think they often just like the plasma thing. Um, okay. I mean, it would not it surprise works. me. Oh, yeah. It would not surprise me in the slightest if you have like a blood angel guy and he just, and you know, their main battle barge had a gun that was Sanguinius's retribution or something. Ooh, and then I it like just goes, that. skadoosh. <laughs> skadoosh. Skadoosh. <laughs> skadoosh. Planet. Yep. There you go. I like yeah. it. You could, you could honestly spend like hours making up ridiculous 40K names for things. And they'd all make sense. The, the more ridiculous they'd got, it'd be like, oh, what? D- doesn't that exist? Surely someone has that. The bane of traitors. I bet that actually exists, though. It probably does. You know, um, uh, mankind's revenge. <laughs> I bet that exists, too. His know. his holy weapons of war, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so easy to go overboard with 40K weapon names. It's great. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, I mean that that really is the end of Exterminos. Like I said, it was going to be a shorter chapter, but the the overarching uh, which stuff they use, how they use it, when they use it, where it's used, all that stuff is uh, rather interesting. Despite the fact that it's extremely rare, but they love putting yeah. it in games just because they like watching a planet blow up. Oh yeah. In in games and in uh, audiobooks, I'm sure Exterminatus gets used a lot more than, you know, historically it, it gets used. Like, historically, it's been, what, like, every 10,000 years you get an Exterminatus or two or something, and we've seen, like, oh, no, four, way more. four or five in uh, popular media already. <laughs> no, in, way, like, way, way and more. Games and- Way more than that. Way more than every oh, okay. ten thousand years. Good. Well, Don't forget, it's whatever. been it's been ten thousand years since the heresy. Oh, it maybe every thousand years or something. I don't know. Uh, Probably yeah. maybe like every three. Oh, maybe that's not more, even that's like more every common three. than I thought. <laughs> it, it is, but like you know, a million worlds, <laughs> million worlds. Yeah, that's fair. It's, it's and they're more, constantly at war with everybody. The the uh, the Imperium likes to likes to pick its battles poorly. Yeah, they sure I would, do. I would honestly be shocked if they're still fighting the Eldar at this point because I I wouldn't. I mean, what are the Eldar doing right now? Current 40k timeline, what are the Eldar up to? Trying to uh bring back the trying to save the save their souls from Slanesh. Yeah, but they're not in any big cuz they're always doing that. That's like always their thing, right? Uh, it's it's Yvrain and like the Incarn and the God of Death and trying to the Inari and figuring that crap out. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's elf stuff. Yeah, but we're not. They're not doing anything with the Imperium, and the Imperium isn't actively going after them or anything. So I don't believe they're fighting the Imperium currently. Okay. Cool. cool. Um, what's this? Uh, Shy said, "I was thinking of Zeno's variants of Exterminatus. Nids just eat everything. Yep, that's yep. very true. Yep, yep. Necrons have the Celestial Orrery." Uh, and also, like, Necrons probably just have weapons in general on their ships. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they have big F-off cannons, too. Chaos can or, or do a ritual and call a warp storm that consumes the planet or even sends it into the warp. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Orcs use giant rocks. Yeah. yeah. Wait, really? Oh, sure. Orc will take, like, a giant rock and probably just put engines on it and, and, and hit the big red button and then watch as it hits the planet. <laughs> That's a big rock. <laughs> <laughs> it's orcs that is orcs i mean sure i mean if they if they strap enough rockets to a giant asteroid going back to arrival you know i sure you could yeah i shy said uh like a tau do orbital bombardment for example oh, yeah, um, the, I, I could see the tau being able to orbital bombardment exterminatus a planet sure there was actually she said um eldar and votan don't seem to have anything specific but oh my god shy <laughs> oh my god those are great <laughs> man we okay we need an episode on just these things at some point because those are ridiculous but i also absolutely love them uh i oh, will man I will say, I will say, there is one thing the Votan do have, and is one of their grand ships. Um, I don't know how big that planet is. I'm assuming it might be a small piece of rock because it looks like it's about to be mined. 
Because, you know, rock in stone. Oh, yeah, rock in stone. Uh, yeah, that, that definitely looks like something that would be able to very easily exterminate us a planet. Donut ship, donut ship. Is that a cannon or is it, what, what is that? Oh, no, that, that is cannon. That is a, a that is oh, official GWR. No, no, no. Oh, 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 no, I thought you meant cannon, like uh, one end. Um, oh, no, I was, I was like, I, like, cannon. No, that, like, that is I was a, like, uh, good God, you've got to be kidding <laughs> that is a gigantic ship. It looks like it's actually uh, a mining okay. vessel, and the thing it's going to eat the rock. Oh wow! So it's so it's going to unicron the planet and just <laughs> for the resources. That, I was thinking the same thing. I was thinking the same you were thinking thing, unicron? Shy. Oh, no, no, what Shy oh, said. I was thinking the same thing. thing. Destiny. Oh yeah, the the Leviathan. I was hoping we were going to nerd out a little bit. We oh, like Destiny isn't it? Well, I guess it is true. That, yeah, the, that the, thing the, is the from Destiny too. What? I I never. Yeah, I you know, you know the the, uh, the, uh, the the raid? raid. Yeah, the raid is on that thing on the top. That little that spire, that city on the tiny little tippity top. That's the raid. Oh shit! Really? I never knew that about Leviathan. Yeah, I didn't realize that's wow. The Leviathan is the ship. It's the giant eater of worlds. That's what. That's Whoa. why. That's why the other raid is called Eater of Worlds. I never made that connection because I didn't terribly pay attention to raids or why they existed. That's so cool. Oh, wow, that's dope. That's wow. That's very fun. Yeah, I like the Votan one a lot because it's just it's just rock and stone fun stuff. Mm-hmm. Anywho, that Anywho. is it for today. Mm-hmm. Exterminatus these nuts. Uh, and, uh, I, we will, uh, we will see you all next week for something that's probably a bit more in depth. Yeah. Yeah. What? Any hints as to what it's going to be? Hmm. No.